Welcome back to Are You For Real with Sarah Frick. Today we have a guest that is very special to me, is my husband, John. And I, first off, John, how are you doing? Um, do you want me to answer the yes. way I just answered? Yeah, do it. Yeah, if you want to you wanna answer the way, I want you to be honest. Um, decent. I feel like these days I'm never saying that it's great and it's never terrible. It's just kind of decent. We're going to, we need, I think, as, might need to work on as a whole, we need to work on that because I feel great. I mean, not always, but I don't want... Yeah, you definitely don't No, but you don't want to, like, slide through your life just being decent. No, you don't. is a lot of your stress from your job? My job, my wife, my kids. I'm kidding. No, I mean it. Like, be honest. What's it? What is it? Because that's one of the questions we're going to jump in. My job is uh, very challenging. For our listeners that don't know what you do, tell them. I am a custom home builder. Um... I work with a lot of people, I work with a lot of great people, but, you know, sometimes people are not reliable. And and then know, it becomes your problem. And then it becomes my problem. And we do, it, I mean, the labor problem is real. Yeah. Um, I know we're not here to talk about my business, but. We can. Uh, my business is very challenging right now, and it has been. The business is there. It's just doing operating operational stuff and um it's you know one problem after the next and being in my position at the top of the totem pole i'm the one dealing with all the problems so Mm -hmm. therefore i am decent mo money mo problems (laughs) all right so originally i had told john we had our 13th wedding anniversary on monday i wanted him to come on and we were going to do like 13 things we learned in 13 years but then I got kind of mad at him, and I decided that I didn't remember 13 things, so I did something different. <laughs> Imagine that. So, so what I did was I put a poll out, or not a poll. I asked Instagram yesterday. I said, you know, we're having Dear John on. What questions do you have for John and me? Most of them were to, to you, but um, we got a lot of great answers. I'm going to try to get to all of them. I don't know if we have time for all of them, but some of them are really sweet, and some of them are a little bit more silly and some are more like questions about careers and stuff like that. So I'm just going to start. Okay. Okay. I'm nervous. Don't, why are you nervous? Because I'm not prepared. You don't, you don't need to be prepared. You just have to speak from your heart. Okay. Okay. This is an easy question to start off. If y'all could go on a second honeymoon right now, where would you go? Second honeymoon right now. I'd say Italy. I was going to say the same thing. Because we were supposed to go there for John's 40th birthday, and then it hit during the pandemic. Yeah. We still had a great time. Yeah, we had a great time. I would love... Polly's Island slash Italy equal. Equal. We got to have our friends with us, though. Yeah, we did. I would love to go to Italy. We're going to do that. Um, Okay. What is John's favorite part about you as a mom? What is John's favorite (laughs) part about you as a mom? Um. I mean, there's a lot of things. I don't know if I can name a favorite thing. I mean, you're a great mom. Like, you love the crap out of our kids. They love the crap out of you. You (laughs) do a lot of things behind the scenes, getting them prepped for certain things that I don't have to worry about, which is a lifesaver for me because my job is demanding and I don't get home till 7 o'clock at night a lot of times. And knowing that you've got things taken care of is a huge... Um, stress reliever for me. That's really sweet. Well, they they didn't ask me, but I love, I think you're such a good, John John is a great dad. He's so good at like, he does, like I, I kind of like do all the, like he said, behind the scenes, big picture stuff. So I'm kind of like 
shuffling around a little bit more. But like Waylon's super into Legos. John will sit and play Legos with Waylon forever. Van wants to go ride dirt bikes. Like you make it a point to take them to do their like favorite things. And I love that. I mm-hmm. really do. Because that, I think it shows when you show interest in their interest, it's like you're becoming part of their world and not making them necessarily like be part of your world every time. Yeah. I, I mean, Van, Van kind of is part of your world because he would follow John straight to hell. <laughs> well, when I'm feeling um, quote unquote decent, I just go hang out with Van and then I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> you, he is obsessed with you. Okay. How do you, how do you reconnect? That's tough. That's a tough question. We're always, I think we're always working on that. It's something that we talk about a lot. I think, you know, they say like books I've Wait, read. are these questions for me? Well, no, this one's for both of us. Okay. But I'm going to let you answer too. But I do think this one is really challenging because when you're, when you're busy all the time and you have little kids that whose needs are like immediate and you only have a certain amount of energy every day, by the time you get to each other, you're like, I'm going to fucking bed tired. So I I might answer this question on a broader spectrum or larger um, platform, but Sarah and I are known for wearing our hearts on our sleeves, but I would say one way that Sarah and I have reconnected in more recent months or year um, is by hitting rock bottom. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we've hit rock bottom. (laughs) It was pretty damn close. Yeah, it was pretty close. Um, You know, and uh, it was... Who knew John was going to come on here and be, are you for real? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's what we do. Uh, so, you know, that was a, um, pivotal time for us. Like we had been struggling for a bit and I think we had some very real conversations and we had a little bit of time apart, not because we chose to, but because that's where life sent us for a day or two. Um, and I think it was scary for both of us to think about what that rock bottom really would be like. And it brought us back together in a major way. It's not, it hasn't been all roses since then, obviously, but I feel much more connected to you than I did for a year, maybe two before that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's, it's easy to do that in a long relationship. You know, it's like you go through the motions, you know, that you want to stay together. You don't want your kids sitting at someone else's kitchen table. So you kind of just get through it. And then all of a sudden it explodes. And you got, but like the podcast I had before the woman was speaking, um, and who was before was speaking about how her marriage, like they were out, like he had an apartment, they had divorced lawyers and they came back together. And I think like you just said, like sometimes you got to let shit just fall down to get back together. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like, but that doesn't mean that's how we always reconnect. Let's hope that doesn't happen on the reg. Well, no, definitely not. I mean, there's other ways that we reconnect for sure. Um, but I was just thinking big picture, like that was a pretty pivotal time for us in recent history. So I know that's what people want to hear about. Yeah. People struggling. Oh, hell yeah. Feel better. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> true. Um, you kind of answered this, but I'll ask it again. Uh, life as a Charleston contractor. Well, it's great and bad. Like, So talk about what's great and don't be scared to talk about like the financial aspect it is you work your ass off you know yeah i mean canon who some of y'all listening um may know is my business partner he works really hard our guys work really hard our whole team works really hard um and we've built a very stable successful company over the last 15 years and yeah i mean we make a good living you know I'm not 
setting any records, but it provides for our family the life that we want to to live. And um, but it's very demanding, and um, as I mentioned earlier, challenging. Like the as they say, um, shit rolls downhill. Like it just the problem. The problems are there every day, um, and it's you know maybe just somebody was sick, and that throws the next guy's schedule off, which now is setting three other things off or whatever. And um, you know it can be just as basic as that, but the reality of it is like if people aren't performing, and I'm not calling anybody in particular out, you can't just looking at you, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> You can't just say, you know what, this relationship isn't working out. We're going to move on to the next guy because most of the good professionals in this town are are busy and they're mm-hmm. married up with guys they've been working with for years. So it's just, you know, working through problems and um, working with other business owners, trying to understand what struggles they're having. And, you know, we're problem solvers. We're babysitters. Mm-hmm. It's, I, it is true. I think about this a lot because I feel like I, for the most part, love my job, you know? I mean, yes, we have fires here and there, but I don't complain about work like I used to, yeah. you know? I mean, like, so I come in, like, skipping, skippity-doing, happy as can be, and John's... You're, you, people are coming to you like, thank you so much, you changed my <laughs> life, and people are coming to me like, why the fuck is my faucet leaking, you know? It's brand new, or whatever, and it's, I have these conversations. We have great clients, by the way. Um, we're very fortunate in that sense. But, you know, even as a client, they're, they're not, you always hear more about the bad reviews or whatever. Like, people aren't like, man, you did such a great job today. It's like, this is screwed up. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That sucks. Sorry. Yeah. I think you're so, doing, I think you're doing a great job. Thank you. Um, we usually do get that by the end. Like I, one of the things that I tell people is like, please do not give us a review during construction because it's not a perfect construction blows. Yeah. But like like what I want to know is how, how do you feel like when you're in your house and you're looking back on it and like the problems that arose, like how did we deal with it? And you know, like that's when I want to hear the review because I feel like that's where we, um, we're successful, you know, we, we deal with the stuff that's given to us and we, we're professional and we, we take ownership. Yeah. I think you and I've had this conversation, but I think like, you know, people's homes are, it's like, they're like sanctuary and like you're giving people their sanctuary where mm-hmm. they can have all their memories with their families. And I know that the process is very, it's, it's very intimate and it's a lot longer, right? Like I see people for 60 minutes a day. Three, yeah. three to f- maybe five days a week. You are with pe- you are married to these people for a year. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. So be nice to your builders. These days is longer than a year typically, but that's a conversation for another day. That's part of the challenges. Okay. Well, I got more. Hold on. I'm just kind of shuffling. Let's see. Um, when was the moment John knew he loved you? Are we looking for be careful. a real <laughs> answer here? Or I mean, really, as soon as I met her, honestly. Um, there was just a connection there and that's because I didn't know her that well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so mean. I'm kidding. No, I mean, it was, it was almost the, the love at first sight story that you hear. Like it just, there was a connection there. I thought Sarah was beautiful and, 
Um, unfortunately, life sent us different directions for a little while, and I think we were destined to be together. It brought us back together. Mm, that's really sweet. Thank you. That's the PG version. <laughs> Let's keep that. Keep that one on tap. Um, a lot of questions about business, which we can go back to. Okay, one, another one for you. What do you love the most about Sarah? What do I love most about Sarah? Like physically? No. Or? What's his favorite thing about you? Well, I, I don't, yeah. I mean, I think it's hard to pinpoint what the favorite or what I love most about you. I mean, I think one of the things that, is sexy about you to me is outside of your physical appearance is, is your drive and your work ethic and, um, the way you connect with people that are not me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I like to tell jokes and talk a little bit of shit. We know. Um, we are aware. No, I mean, we were talking about it when we were in Polly's other week. Like it's, it's impressive or actually when we were in Napa, um, with some new friends out there who were great also. But we talked a lot about, you know, personal stuff and just the way you connect with people and and what you've built here is very impressive. Well, thank you. Couldn't have done it without you. I'm probably the biggest driving force, actually. (laughs) But No, you've definitely (laughs) motivated me. I think about that. And, I mean, I know we joke about it, but, like, I think about, like, when you you have two people like us who are both – you know, kind of go gettery people. And then you put, you stacky those people together. It's very challenging. Well, it it can be, but it's also like, I think like, I think I've talked to you about this. I know I've talked about this on here too, but it's like, you know, say you want to be with a driven person. There's going to be that intensity behind that, you know, there's fire. So that leads to my next question. How hard is it being married to an alpha female boss bitch who is always right? (laughs) I think we've already touched on this. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about rock bottom. Yeah, we did. Um, no, that's, I mean, look, there's pros and cons to everything, right? Like Sarah and I are both very type A, very fiery personalities. And like when it gets tough, it gets, it can get pretty tough at times. But those times are fewer and further between these days. And um, hopefully we continue to grow in that direction. Um we've made a commitment to each other to work through those challenges. So, and I think we've figured out how, how to do that better these days than we used to. But yeah, the fiery boss bitch is, is, uh, it's a pro and a con just like it is on this end. Yep. She is alive and well. Um, Kim Markin said, tell him I said, hi. <laughs> <laughs> hey Kim from a couple days ago. Um, what are some of the things that bring you joy? Um, you can't say the kids. Well, obviously, my family is the thing that brings me the biggest joy. But like, as far as activities and things that make me happy and clear my jumbled up brain, you know, I'm, I love snow skiing. I'm very committed to my winter sports. Um, I love riding my dirt bike. Um, I have loved playing golf through the years. It's not as high on my radar right now. Um, I love seeing live music. I love listening to music. I've got a big vinyl collection that unfortunately hasn't gotten as much attention lately as it used to. But New couch today. Might be getting it. Yeah. Um, you know, I love Clemson football. I love Braves baseball. 
What else brings me joy? You like sex. I love sex. <laughs> what is your favorite part about... Sorry, Dad. <laughs> they're not... Don't worry. They don't think they're listening. What is your favorite part about being a father? Favorite? You keep asking me for my favorites. I, it's hard for me to pinpoint. Well, um, maybe like one is... A, what... Like, is there a defining moment of being a father that made you feel proud or made you, or make, like, fills you up? I mean, it could be like the small moments, like when Van is the first one up every morning and he comes and he just snuggles you on the couch or. Yeah. Well, like this morning, I mean, Van, I hurt my shoulder dirt biking with Van um, last week and he has, like, taken on this. Um, caretaker role with me like he wants to make everything better and this morning we, he came down while I was having my morning coffee and snuggled up next to me and he started to lay his head on my shoulder and he's like oh dad is that the is that the hurt shoulder I was like yeah it is he's like oh I can't put my head there I was like it's sorry, right, buddy you can do it softly and I, I could tell that he was really trying to do it softly so it wasn't <laughs> that so comfortable cute. because he wasn't just relaxed <laughs> right he's like propped and up <laughs> he did it for a little bit and he's like I think I'm gonna pick my head up <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to please yeah. but that's not my favorite part of being a dad I mean just watching my kids grow and get in like I'm super proud of Waylon right now with his dedication to to soccer and his teammates and really showing some um, love for that because he, he has not been into sports and I want that for all of my kids because I love sports, but I don't want to force it on them. Um, I want to support them in it and, you know, seeing Van with the baseball and, um, you know, I don't know that Della's really driven to sports yet, but she's driven to maybe music. It looks yeah, like she's um, loving that piano and which this is voice. really cool. And it's, I think that's my favorite part of being a dad is just seeing everything growing um you know seeing a little bit of myself in each kid and a little bit of you in each kid and just you know you don't love anything I think like just the love that you feel for your kids is a really strong feeling mm -hmm. and now a word from our sponsor for over 15 years, Meg Humphrey has been helping children, adolescents, and their families from across the nation find answers so their child can feel their best and perform their best, not just in school, but in life. She provides comprehensive neuropsych-based evaluations. If you're like, what does that mean? She digs in deeper to look at a wide range of brain functions and skills, such as areas of academic functioning, cognitive ability, along with social, emotional, and behavioral functioning. Her evaluations can reveal diagnoses such as ADHD, anxiety, depression, and learning disabilities such as dyslexia, dysgraphia, and dyscalculia. Her approach focuses on revealing what is going on with her client as a whole so she can make an individualized plan that targets specific needs, not just providing a diagnosis. Many behavioral and emotional concerns are misunderstood and often have unknown underlying causes. Meg works to determine the root cause, not just skimming the surface to address symptoms. This not only helps the child, but the family and the teachers fully understand and support the child. Not many children wake up and say, I want to be mad and sad and cause a lot of trouble today. Most children want to please others. There's typically a reason why a child is acting out. Meg loves helping children and parents because she gets to help them find these answers, which provides understanding and a lot of relief for the whole family. 
After the testing, Meg will make individualized recommendations for home and school. Intervention recommendations may include tutoring, school-based accommodations, extended time on entrance exams, speech and language therapy, ADHD coaching, parenting support, counseling, and or referrals to other professionals in the community. Summer is a great time to begin this journey, so you can start the next school year knowing exactly what your child needs, so you don't have to keep guessing. To learn more, visit www.meg.com. M-E-G-Humphrey, H-U-M-P-H-R-E-Y.com and follow her on Instagram at Meg W. Humphrey, LLC. Yeah. What do you find is the most challenging as the kids get older? Um, their attitudes. <laughs> it is hard. Yeah. Like Van and Waylon. Waylon is just mean to Van. Mm-hmm. And I think a little bit of it is jealousy. Because Van just has a little bit, even though he's a wild man, he has a little bit more of an easygoing personality. People, he has like people want to be around him. He's more outgoing and he's easier. You know, Waylon's a sweetheart, but he doesn't always show it. Like he gets frustrated easily and then he acts like an ass Mm -hmm. and um, it can push people away. And then he can't quite figure out why that happened. And it's, you know, it's, it's tough to watch. Yeah, because you want to help heart. him, and because I know that he's a sweet kid. Like I, I see how he is to me. I see mm-hmm. how he is to you. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's every parent struggles with these things. I mean, we all want the best for all of our kids, and I think it's knowing where your kids struggle and just try to try to help them grow. That's all we can do. Yeah, and not kill him in the process. Yeah. I'm way more patient with them than Sarah is, FYI. Mm-mm. I'm with them a lot more. And they give me a lot more shit than they give you. John walks in the room and they're all like, huh! <laughs> like, not, that's not how they are with me at all. This question is for both of us. Do you pick your battles or do you put it all on the table? Definitely don't pick our battles. Okay, you have to answer for you and I answer for me. I answered for both of us. <laughs> I think I pick my battles sometimes. I think I think you put it all on the table, but I've learned to do that more because I was holding a big part of our problem was that I was holding onto things and resenting, resenting, resenting because I wanted everything to be peaceful. Was and that the first two years of our marriage? No, you know what I'm talking about. And then I'm a truth speaker. I am too, and you just have to lay it out there. But you know, like especially as women, we're we're taught to. Keep it in. Don't get mad. Anger is not a, the right emotion. But like John would be able to like get mad and get over something so fast, and I would hold it in and like just be pissed about it for weeks, and that is not healthy. So it's like sometimes just you just gotta, gotta have get. Sex. <laughs> sometimes you just gotta get get in there and just get through it. You know. Yeah. I mean, uh, yes. I I think you have a, a uh, um, no problem laying it out there. Like, I don't think we hold things in either one of us, but I'm going to let you have that. Well, I'm just telling you where my feelings lie. I don't do it as much anymore, but I think that was part of growing up. I grew in a house, I grew up in a house very differently than yours. Like anger was not, anger was scary. Anger was verbal abuse. You know, you didn't grow up in a house like that. So it's like, that's a trigger for me. So I've had to learn that in a healthy relationship, you can be angry. Mm -hmm. And sometimes your voice is a little elevated and um, it can maybe be scary in the moment and we re- have regrets afterwards, but your voice, you mean, I think our voices <laughs> is what I was saying. <laughs> well, all right. Last question to wrap it up. 
actually coming from someone who you did build their house. Would who John would, would John rather go to a fish show, a Clemson game, play golf, <laughs> or get a blowjob? <laughs> that is the easiest answer <laughs> that I could ever give. Because there's one thing there that I haven't had in 13 years. Shut up. That is so not fucking true. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been an amazing episode of Are You For Real? Um, definitely would not be the fish show. Because you're not a huge fish fan. Yeah. Now you put maybe nowadays goose on the board. They would compete. But probably of those selections, it was Clemson. For golf. We'll call it goose or golf. And is this golf at like a spectacular place? I mean, the world is your oyster. I didn't write okay. the question. So I'd say it's at a spectacular place. That'd probably win. Okay. Um, tell our listeners if they're ever looking for a builder who hates their job where they can find you. <laughs> <laughs> like my work Web- information? Website. Uh, website is, do you still say www. No. Okay. Because we're just levelbuildingprojects.com. And then you're, you don't really do too much on your level social, do you? No, because I'm in charge of it. Okay. Well, I told you you should get an intern a long time ago, but. Well, I've tried a hundred different things. You have not. You've tried two different things. Okay. Well, you also committed. To I know. Doing... And I, st- I came up with a whole plan and you said, that's not how we do business. That's too much. It's too much posting. I don't like that. And I was like, for, I'm out. Um, and then tell them your personal Instagram. This is us with our voices <laughs> elevated, by the way. This is not elevated. Uh-uh. <laughs> I was being sarcastic once again. Your personal Instagram is? Uh, what is my personal Instagram? Frick J-E. Frick J-E. And um, that's about it. Um, well, thank you for having me. I don't know why anybody wants to hear <laughs> what I have to say. Yes, but because you're a big part of my life and they're interested. So, Well, I'll, thank you for having me. Then. Well, thanks for being here, John. And thanks for the questions. Can we do something about that last question? Yes, maybe later. Goodbye. Bye. Rate us, review us, share with your friends.